Welcome to My Everyday Chaos Podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. I'm your host, Alexandra Goldman, and today with me on the podcast, we have one of my favorite humans all the way from Odessa, Ukraine, Ryan Adineron on with us today. <laughs> so this is a first, our first international interview. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And also we're going to see how the internet holds, holds out for us. We need some holy spirit. My internet is unstable. (laughs) And mine just had the same, which is sad, but, um, I'm also coming to you from my kitchen because, (laughs) um, my everyday chaos, you know, like there's lots of children napping. My husband's in a meeting. So if you hear some random, um, murmurings in the background, just my everyday chaos embrace. <laughs> um, but Ryan, I'm so glad you're here with us. I am very happy to be here. Finally. <laughs> Finally. I know. I've been trying to get her on for a while. Um, so Ryan and I had the privilege of working together in Boston for several years. She has been a minister all over <laughs> the United States, I feel like. <laughs> I haven't hit the West Coast yet of the United States, but that's coming. Yeah. (laughs) But right now she is actually on a mission team. She's a missionary in the Ukraine. She's a part of the Revive Eastern Europe mission team, which is a year long um, missionary program to revitalize um, congregations all over Eastern Europe. And they have had a crazy year launching in a pandemic, which I'm sure (laughs) She will share about, um, but Ryan is one of the most fun-loving, deeply spiritual, Enneagram-obsessed people that I know, <laughs> and uh, one of my one of my closest friends. So it's an honor to have you on today, Ryan, and I'm going to hand it over to you. Oh, you're so kind. It is so good to be here. Um, I want to start off with oops, um, a fun fact. So... <laughs> I remember when Alexandra texted me like, oh, like, pandemic. I'm thinking about maybe starting a podcast. <laughs> um, what should I name it? Um, and I, I actually did not vote for the My Everyday Podcast choice, though now I love it. I think the option I voted for was the pursuit of joy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, forgot about that. Use that one. Like, I, actually, I love my everyday podcast, but maybe I was just in a mood where I was like, oh, I just need to pursue joy, which I also think is true. But You do. But I love this My Everyday Podcast. I'm happy to be here. Um, and I am going to read uh, 2 Corinthians um, chapter four, um, verse 16 and 17. And it says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Um, actually, I'm going to read 18 too. So, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Um, And this has been a scripture that's just inspired me a lot lately um, because I just feel like it's easy to lose heart. It's been so easy for me to lose heart, um, especially being on a mission team. I mean, I am being rejected constantly every single day. I'm in a culture and a country um, that's not my own. Um, So even with kind of things that are going on back at home in the States to 
I can feel disheartened about on top of being disheartened with just the wear and tear of um, doing God's work. Um, there's a lot of just family situations that are going on back at home that weigh heavy on my heart. Um, I have a lot of close friends who are going through a lot both here and back in the States that I try to stay pretty involved with. Um, so I can lose heart from those things. It's just like giving my heart um, to them and mourning with them and empathizing with them. So that can just be um, wear or tear on my heart. Um, so I definitely feel this outward wasting away, but this has been very encouraging for me to remember that inside I am still being renewed every single day and that any of the troubles that I'm facing every day, even if it's like my favorite coffee shop is closed when they said they were open, that's a light and momentary trouble. Um, but I, but I don't have to heart about that, um, but there's so many other things that um, this has helped me to remember that like, well, this is just light and this is just momentary. Um, and especially with this mission team, um, something that was an issue yesterday or even just a problem a month ago is like the least of our concerns today. <laughs> like I remember wow. the fact of us trying to even get here, like consumed so many of our meetings, consumed so many of our prayers, consumed so many of our thoughts. And now we're here. We don't think about it at all. And it, it's weird to think like, well, then it didn't feel like a light and momentary trouble, but now right. it really is. It was light and it was momentary, but now there's so many other things um, that have become like the forefront of our mind. Um, so this has just been really helpful for me to remember as we face, as I face, and also as we all face around the world, um, many troubles that are going on in our, in our lives. Mm, I love that. No, what a great point. I think that's so true and something that is so easy. I think we can easily get in the weeds in our mm -hmm. lives. You know, we can kind of get caught up with all the troubles, all the things, um, you know, we can lose that perspective and that focus of, oh yeah, I guess, I guess that actually wasn't as big of a deal as maybe <laughs> I even thought it was, mm -hmm. or even the things that are huge deals, recognizing that God can still renew us even in those. And um, so I love, I love what you're sharing. And um, I know that so much of what you shared with me over the last, I don't even know how many months has it been four or five. Yeah, not much. I think it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's only been four. It feels like a year that you've been. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. But um, it's been a roller coaster. Like the idea, <laughs> like I honestly, I wish you could share on here, but it would probably be like 17 episodes worth yeah. of, um, <laughs> it would be. of changes that have happened since you've been on the foreign mission team and um, foreign mission field. But as you think about, you know, renewing and being renewed by God, mm -hmm. how do you think we find renewal? Like what have been some of the things I know you are one of my favorite, you are a woman full of practicals and <laughs> lots of lists and intentions. <laughs> so I know you have practices um, that help you find renewal. Yeah. I'd love for you to share some of those with us. Yeah. Um, so I obviously am probably most familiar with myself as I think we all are. <laughs> um, but I think that's also, I know you mentioned earlier how much I love the Enneagram. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I, I love tools like that. And there's a number of different tools that are helpful. Um, and I don't think it's always just 
putting people in boxes, but it's it does provide like an outline um, that can best help people even figure out practices for themselves. Um, right. So if you're not sure of your Enneagram, this is going to be my plug to say, I think it could be a helpful tool for you to figure out um, because I think we're renewed differently. Like each person finds so renewal true. in a different way. And I think um, different tools can help you to kind of figure out what ways may be best for you. Because what's super renewing for me may not feel refreshing at all for somebody else. Mm. Um, but some of the things that, so I guess maybe that's the first practical. I like taking time to be self-aware of who I am and what I find refreshing um, is good. I actually feel like my time in Boston taught me that. I, I remember joking probably with you and Melissa about that, like how much you guys use the word refresh. Like, <laughs> I was just like, what is this? Like, oh, did that refresh you? Oh, did you find that refreshing? Like, oh, how was your Monday? And I would just like say like, oh, I went to a coffee shop and then, oh, was that refreshing for you? And like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it was, it helped me to realize like, wait, was that refreshing for me? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I thought, yeah, is it not refreshing for everybody else? No, some people will feel stressed out by, by that. Um, but it helped me to pause and think and be self-aware of like, is this refreshing for me? Like, is this spiritually refreshing for me? Is this emotionally refreshing for me? Is this mentally refreshing for me? Socially, like, or relationally, like, was that a refreshing mm -hmm. conversation? Was this like, is this friendship a refreshing one for me? If not, I'm not going to use my time of renewal to get time with this person. Like, right. it's not going to happen. So I think my biggest practical would first just be the self-awareness to be able to know and recognize what you find refreshing. So even asking um, yourself, like, well, was that refreshing? Or did that feel like I, I was renewed by that? Um, but no, I think that's such a great point in terms of, we have to know ourselves to even know what helps us find renewal. And um, I know even for you and I, we're very different in a lot of ways. <laughs> Although I, in other ways, we're more similar, which is kind of funny considering yeah. that our personalities are so different. Um, but I think even, you know, some people do find renewal from, you know, good conversations with people. And that is really what even helps them to get more in touch with God. Whereas other people need to be alone with a journal open, mm -hmm. you know, me. some of, <laughs> yes, some of us find re renewal, you know, outdoors and some people mm -hmm. need a cozy, a cozy blanket to feel renewed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think there are different things. And then obviously I think there are, there's definitely some commonalities too, yeah. right. Of, okay. Mm -hmm regardless, right, of what personality type we have or, or some of those things, we all have to figure out ways to, to engage in prayer and Bible study yeah. for renewal. Mm -hmm. But I know another thing that you're passionate about is the concept of knowing when to push yourself mm -hmm. out of your comfort zone and out of just, mm, I'm in my cocoon of renewal. Um, <laughs> you know, when to push yourself to kind of, you know, get on the edge spiritually, like you're on a mission team, you're one of the edgiest people I know, but then you also have some pretty good boundaries of going, all right, like, but I also need to protect my time with God, yeah, my rest. And I think this is a conversation that people are having so much in our society right now. Mm -hmm. um, so what helps you know, okay, is this a time where I need to kind of go in my cocoon of renewal or push through to kind of 
do more for God or be on the edge for God or yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, and that's tricky. Um, I think praying for, for wisdom, um, first off, but also a a fun Bible study that I did before was just kind of like a survey through the gospels. And I just used the gospel of, of Mark. Um, and I looked for the times that Jesus was interrupted or disrupted. Mm. Um, and what I pointed at, or what I noticed when I did that Bible study before was how he often was even disrupted when he would go somewhere to rest or when he would go off to a solitary place, or sometimes even if he went off to grieve somewhere, um, or tried to take his disciples away to rest. And then on the other side, a crowd was waiting. And I, that just always baffles me. Um, and then it also like resonates with me a lot too, of like, there are times when I just try to get away and it feels like I can't. You may remember there was a season where I even had two cell phones. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> my fun phone, um, my rest phone, like only maybe eight people had like the phone number. So when I was resting, I literally put my other phone away, but that's in a, like a more... I know that's not attainable for everyone. And for me, that was just for a season. Um, but it resonated with me a lot. Like you go away from rest and then you get disrupted. Um, mm. And there's always stuff that can be done, especially when you're trying to serve and, and bring God glory. Like he is so big and could be brought so much glory. Like you could be doing stuff all the time um, for God. And I love, you know, doing stuff for and with God. Um, but something that's helped me is just to trust that God knows and like he will lead me to rest. Like there will be times where he will allow things to get canceled or to pause yeah. or people to reschedule. And I don't like try to fix that. If somebody mm-hmm. like reschedules or cancels, I'm like, Amen. I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> like all I have. Oh, I mean, this is now I just get to journal with God. Like I maximize those opportunities of rest. Mm. Um, and then another thing that actually your husband has shared um, before with being a, a single woman in ministry, but I think this can be helpful for anybody is just having people around you um, who will help you to know when to rest. <laughs> like that way you won't have to worry about the brain work of like discerning, like, oh, am I pushing myself or am I not? But actually communicating with people like, Hey, like I, I need your help and I need your eyes on me in my life to tell me when to stop and that it's okay to rest. Mm. And I, like both Jesse and you, and then I even have people here. Like I now make sure I always have those people around me to be like, I'm going to go. Like, mm-hmm. and I, when I go, I'm going to go because Jesus said to go. Um, right. But right. I, I trust the people who are around me to tell me like, no, Ryan, like, okay, that's, enough like no okay it's, it's time to rest and I feel like that has been the the biggest safeguard for me when thinking about knowing when to um rest and when to just serve yeah I appreciate that so much I think that idea of getting input and getting advice I think that that's something that can be kind of vulnerable to invite yeah. people in to help you figure out like, cause it's really a little bit of like a Lordship discipleship issue. Like you're kind of inviting someone in to say like, Hey, do you think I need to push myself more for God? Or do you think that I need to, to retreat right now? And I think that takes humility. And, um, and I do think, you know, having those advisors 
that, that can help us figure that out. And I know for me, sometimes it's hard, you know, sometimes I get the advice I don't want to hear, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think you should probably push through a little and you're like, darn it. (laughs) Yep. You've Um, been that advisor. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. But then other times, most of the time, you know, I find that people actually say, yeah, you know, maybe it's time to slow down. And, um, you know, I think something my mom said that, that always kind of sticks with me. Yeah. You know, you know, the Jerry Lang, my mom, this is, this is famous now, but my mom always says, you know, that you can do anything for two weeks, maybe three, but you can't live that way. Mm -hmm. And I try to think about that a lot. Like what are my rhythms and my routines and my practices? Because I can, I can, push myself hard for two weeks for Jesus, maybe three, but I I can't, I got to live in a way that still helps me to live like Jesus consistently, Mm -hmm. you know, and if I'm running on three hours of sleep because I'm trying to, you know, save the whole world, that's not always, I'm not going to be like Jesus to my family. I'm not going to be like Jesus to roommates or whoever. Um, So anyways, no, this is a good thought. Do you have any, anything else you would add? Yeah, I think the only thing I love all of what you shared, but even I think what's really special of what you just shared is it just shows a, a different voice of a generation speaking that wisdom, like what you're yeah. saying with your mom. So I think that's something that's also helpful for me is the people who I have surround surrounding me to like be those kind of like safeguards um, are not just from my like my own peers or my own generation mm-hmm. who are going to see things the same way because I think. Um, different people in different life stages, oops, I just lost an earpod, um, see things differently and have different perspectives. And I think um, there's a lot of this generation that is like great and all about self-care, which I think is a strength of our generation to really like, we're teaching people how to pause and take care of themselves. Um, themselves. Yeah. But I, I think we have to be careful to not make sure that doesn't mean some of my other friends, we, we laugh and we like come up with this little hashtag of like, it can become hashtag selfish care. We're like, <laughs> like, when did it stop being like self-care and has now turned into selfish care? Um, so I think having advisors who are also able to help you discern that is is what's helpful, like mm. paying attention to like, not just having a whole bunch of advisors around you who are um, team selfish care people <laughs> as well as helpful. <laughs> team selfish care. Yeah, I don't want to be that for someone else. Um, no, that's such a great, Wow, I needed that. And I think um, I think that's so true because I know for me, okay, not to go to the Enneagram, but an Enneagram, <laughs> when I am going through a lot, my Enneagram that I go to in times of stress is the one that doesn't want to do anything. And that just sits <laughs> there 100% of the time. And it is so funny. In the last year, I have realized I go into a cave when I get down. And I just want to go into my cave and not talk to anybody and just kind of drown out the world. And there's a side of that, that maybe I need to do that, you know, for a couple hours and maybe even a day sometimes, but I can't, I can't do that at the expense of my family and, of you know, making Jesus Lord, you know? And so I think figuring out, okay, how do I listen to my body? listen to what I need, but also listen to the spirit is such a great thing. And that all comes back to that scripture of being renewed day by day. It's daily decisions, taking stock, being okay with evaluating that. And um, yeah, I think that's a great point. 
Yeah. Well, Ryan, this has been such a helpful conversation. I have loved this. Even your nuggets. I'm like, yes, I love when I can still learn from you, even in just passing conversation. I was like, oh, yes, that's good. I feel the same way. The feeling is mutual. (laughs) So much. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of My Everyday Chaos. I hope that you find a chance to find something that really refreshes you today and that you find a chance to bask in self-care with Jesus and that selfish care. So (laughs) on that note, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Love you guys.